0: Welcome to this, what is it, a Thursday today? Thursday, let me check with the newsroom. It's Thursday today and another one? Okay. Welcome to this Thursday episode of Live Mike. Episode number 272, not too bad. Uh, I'll tell you what, when we started the day, we, uh, I mean myself and the rest of the team here working on the program, we had a pretty thorough plan. Uh, And then something took place on the floor of the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C. that changed that plan pretty dramatically. You see, today the House is scheduled to vote on one measure, one measure only, and that is whether or not to remove from the various committee assignments to which Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has been assigned. The vote is to uh, either leave her in place or remove her from those committee assignments. Uh, two of them, one of them being education; uh, the other one has slipped my mind, but I'll pull it up here in a second and share it with you. So. You may have some pretty strong opinions already uh, formed regarding Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene. I put the question on social media earlier today very simply. Should Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene lose her committee assignments? Uh, Dozens of responses have come back, and uh, it... Often is the case that responses are pretty universal, pretty uh, one-sided. Today, though, uh, all over the place, people saying that, yes, 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 she ought to be removed from her committee assignments, some going as far as to call for her removal from Congress itself, and then others saying, no, 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 not at all. She was voted into office by the voters in, uh, I think, the 4th District in Georgia. And it is a decision that they made. And the accusations against her are all, for the most part, uh, comments and positions that she held or at least communicated to some extent prior to her election. So if voters in Georgia's 4th Congressional District had a problem with anything she said, well, they had a number of opportunities to respond accordingly at the ballot box. And yet it is that today we now have has a sworn-in member of Congress, uh, Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I said that the plans for today had been upended dramatically. Well, that's because in the initial debate over whether or not members of the House would uh, move to uh, remove Representative Taylor Greene's committee assignments or not, the representative herself took to the floor. Now, she spent about 10 minutes talking I don't have the time to share her complete remarks with you right now, but what I want to do is walk through her response to a few of the specific uh, allegations and some of the specific comments that she has made and some of the uh, beliefs which she has communicated uh, in the past. Uh, Three off the bat. Number one, uh, QAnon. QAnon, not a topic that comes up on this program too often, uh, and it's because, uh, to me, it strikes of conspiracy nonsense. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you can set me straight in the text line, five seven five zero zero. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene has received much criticism for her belief in QAnon. Now, whether or not she uh, actually held that belief and how much she espoused it and communicated, in, in just a moment we'll hear uh, her, in her own words, explain uh, her, let's say, relationship with QAnon. And then... There were some accusations against her of her denial of certain school shootings and some of her treatment of those survivors of various school shootings around our country. She addresses those. And then there were some allegations that she, uh, specifically in referring to uh, the absence of videos of a plane uh, in the Pentagon, uh, denied uh, some of the elements of the attacks Of September 11th. She responds to those. So let's go through one by one these uh, three main charges against her, uh, really the three main charges that fueled the resolution, which will be voted on on the House floor at any time now uh, as to whether or not she should be removed from her committee assignments. A quick little update. I just got literally seconds ago as I refreshed my browser here. I said that there were. That there's only one vote on the House floor. That's not technically true. There are really two votes on the House floor each time. Uh, each time a bill uh, is up for a vote, that. It is subject to a rule, and I'm not going to get too in the weeds here. But uh, each time there's a vote on the floor, there are really two votes. There's the first uh, a vote on the rule on how the subsequent vote will take place, and so what you get in the vote for the rule is a kind of a glimpse into how things may play out in the vote for the actual resolution. In this case, removing uh, Representative Taylor Green from. Uh, her committee assignments. And the vote on the rule just came back. Uh, 218 voting to move forward and 209 uh, voting against the rule. And if the rule is defeated, then so too is the opportunity to vote on the underlying measure defeated. So uh, by only nine votes, uh, this will move on. And so in just a moment, debate will commence and then there will be a vote on whether or not to remove uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene from her position. So let's go through. Here are her responses. First off, here is what uh, Representative Green had to say about QAnon.
2: I stumbled across something, and this was at the end of 2017, called QAnon. Well, these posts were mainly about this Russian collusion information. A lot of it was some of what I would see on the news at night, and I got very interested in it. So I posted about it on Facebook. I read about it. I talked about it. I asked questions about it. And then more information came from it. But you see, here's the problem. Throughout 2018, because I was upset about things and didn't trust the government, really, because the people here weren't doing the things that I thought they should be doing for us, the things that I just told you I cared about. So in 20, later in 2018, when I started finding misinformation, lies, things that were not true in these Q QAnon posts, I stopped believing it. And I want to tell you, any source, and I say this to everyone, any source of information that is a mix of truth and a mix of lies is dangerous, no matter what it is saying, what party it is helping, anything or any country it's about. It's dangerous. So
0: what do you think about that? Does that clear things up for you? Does it make it all the more uh, confusing? Uh, does that to you sound like a, an apology or an explanation or what? Uh, bottom line, what you have to decide, and more specifically, what the members of the House of Representatives need to decide, is if after hearing those words from Representative uh, Taylor Green, who, let me remind you, has only been a member of Congress for like a month and a day or so. All right, brand new. And already... Uh, taking to the House floor and offering, uh, in its in its totality, the remarks she delivered this morning, which contained that explanation there we just heard about QAnon, she spoke for over ten minutes, over ten minutes, uh, in instances like that or uh, procedural moments like that, it's not often uh, that you hear someone speaking for so long. Uh, Listen, we need to take a break right now. When we come back, uh, we're going to play for you some of the other explanations she gave regarding school shootings on September 11th, but I want to hear from you. Uh, Pick up the phone, would you? The number is 801-575-8255. 801-575-8255, KSL Talk. Should she lose? Her committee assignments due to the things she said before taking office. And beyond that, should she be ousted from Congress? There's a vote on that committee assignment question coming up on the floor of the House. I want to hear from you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. We're continuing our conversation about what's taking place in Washington, D.C. here this afternoon. And it is a question regarding whether or not whether or not Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene Ought to be removed from her two committee assignments. Uh, to catch you up, Representative Taylor Green is it, is it Taylor Green or Green? Is it one of those? I'm not sure which is her last name. Uh, anyway, Representative in question has, uh, in the past, expressed some views that are—and uh, I'm going to put this very mildly—I'm sure, uh, understated, in fact—that uh, have offended many. Right? Have gone contrary to uh, you know certain norms of decency uh, and factual reality. Uh, you heard as we, uh, before the break, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, in her address from the floor of the House of Representatives this morning, addressed uh, some of what she had in the past believed about this QAnon conspiracy. She uh, walked that back a bit, said that, uh, you know, she was kind of duped by uh, bad information on the Google. Uh, you know, she she described a, a portion of life where she was uh, you know disillusioned by mainstream media, as she put it, and in. so instead of uh, relying on you know news outlets, she instead went to Google. And uh, when she went down that road, she found some uh, interesting things that caught her attention regarding QAnon. Anyway, that's an all that's all an understatement. And if you heard her remarks, uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I would invite you. Too. If you have a chance, listen to her remarks in their totality—about uh, ten minutes long. I don't have the time here on the air to share them, but I do have excerpts for you. We've already heard her response to uh, QAnon. Uh, I still want you to hear what she said about her, uh, you know, past words and views on school shootings and September 11th. And I want to hear from you more than anything. Five seven five zero zero is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. And if you'd like to call straight in, that'd be great. The number for that is 801 575 8255. A few callers on the line now, and we'll get to those in just a moment. But first, uh, here regarding school shootings, here uh, an area where Representative Taylor Green uh, received much criticism for her uh, seeming insensitivity and disbelief in some actual school shootings. Uh, she she responds to that and explained herself here.
2: You see, school shootings are absolutely real, and every child that has lost, those families mourn it. I understand how terrible it is because when I was 16 years old in 11th grade, my school was a gun-free school zone and one of my schoolmates brought guns to school and took our entire school hostage. And that happened right down the hall from my classroom. I know the fear that David Hogg had that day. I know the fear that these kids have. And this is why, and I say this sincerely with all my heart, because I love our kids, every single one of your children, all of our children. I truly believe that children at school should never be left unprotected. I believe they should be just as protected as we were with 30,000 National Guardsmen. Our children are our future, and they're our most precious resource.
0: Does that sew things up for you? Really, the person and the people who need to make that decision, who need to hear those words and decide whether or not it changes their view or informs their view, are the members of the House of Representatives who, uh, in just a short amount of time here, will be on the floor of the House casting a vote as to whether or not uh, this member of Congress, Marjorie Taylor Greene, will be removed from certain standing committee assignments, two of them, uh, as a matter of fact. Anyway, I'd like to... Oh, I'm sorry. There's one left. Uh, You heard there was... Uh, there was a comment made by Representative Green some time ago regarding September 11th, and what it seemed to do was communicate uh, a measure of skepticism, specifically skeptical about the attacks of that day uh, due in part to her view that, uh, well, why don't you ever see photographs of a plane into the Pentagon? Uh, you can interpret that how you will, uh, but she addressed she addressed. Uh, this idea of, you know, September 11th denial here very briefly.
2: I also want to tell you 9-11 absolutely happened. I remember that day crying all day long watching it on the news. And it's a tragedy for anyone to say it didn't happen. And so that I definitely want to tell you. I do not believe that it's fake.
0: We're going to get to phone calls here in just a moment. But uh, imagine imagine the scenario. Imagine the the life you live and the uh, the the scenario in which you find yourself on the floor of the House of Representatives, one month after being sworn into office, having to assert your belief that September 11th actually happened, and having to do so for uh, maybe your, your own political future. Imagine that. That's the situation in which she finds herself. And, and, and I highlight that uh, and bring up the like, surreal reality uh, that is her circumstance, not as any uh, political commentary or anything, but just imagine the absurdity of life for some folks that uh, find themselves in situations like that. All right. Uh, let's go to the phones here real quickly. We'll move through here. I'll share a few of my thoughts before we go to break. First off, it's a Tamara calling from Sandy. Uh, Tamara, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, Lee. Uh, Imagine saying once you're in Congress right away, you're filing impeachment articles against President Joe Biden. This woman, I don't believe a word she's saying, she, How do you think that she got elected in her district by talking this stuff to these people right up to the election? So, no, I don't believe that she had a change of heart and all of a sudden, gee, all this stuff I believed isn't true? Come on, let's get real here. I mean, this is ridiculous in my estimation.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, fair enough. I-, I will point out that while, yes, this Marjorie Taylor Greene, she is the representative who, on... Uh, President Joe Biden's second day in office did file multiple articles of impeachment. Those, uh, you know, with Democrats controlling the House will go nowhere. But the the message was communicated on her part. That move uh, has nothing to do with the reason she uh, right now is facing questions as to whether or not she will continue in her various committee assignments. Uh, you feel what you will about that. It's not that issue specifically that has uh, at least the Democrats behind this uh, committee removal effort. Uh, worked up. Uh, real quickly, uh, Kristen from Salt Lake City. Kristen, welcome to the program. Tell me what you think about this whole deal.
1: Hi, Lee. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I, I've wrestled with this a bit. I understand the slippery slope concern where political parties can start interfering with committee assignments based on who's in power at the time. But I see the, the big difference here being that, uh, that they are not moving to remove, they're not looking to remove her from they're looking to remove her from a committee assignment that has real national implications. And if the line isn't drawn somewhere, then the line doesn't exist. And I think an open call for politically motivated violence is that line. And it's it's tough to define because once you define it, you're um, you know it's a line in the sand. But I think this is a moment where everybody needs to disenfranchise her voters by removing her from Congress, but understanding that uh, an open call for violence against politically uh, prominent figures is just unacceptable in such a revered institution.
0: Kristen, thank you so much for the call. Uh, And you, you bring up a good point. The decisions and the will of the voters from Georgia's fourth congressional district really ought to be, I think, a more prominent part of this conversation. Uh, that's not saying that I, you know, have my main my mind made up one way or the other. Uh, but those Georgia voters did send her to Congress. So, quick break. When we return, we're going to have a look at uh, a White House staffer serving President Ronald Reagan on the occasion of his 110th birthday. That's next on Live Mike.